Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett talking about this South Carolina win over Florida last night, a top 25 matchup in the SEC, and the Gamecocks gutted out, trailing by seven at halftime. South Carolina comes back to defeat Florida 57-53. to Joe, you know, an ugly ball game, and I don't ever remember a game going almost six minutes from the opening tip without a single point scored. We were almost six minutes in before either team scored last night. It was just a strange game. I've never. I've watched basketball pretty much all my life I've never witnessed that never been a part of it and it was just so strange but you saw the clash of two really really good uh defensive teams that you know made it very very difficult for each team and they didn't shoot it well but there's a reason why they didn't shoot well because the defensive pressure of both teams played upon each other not a single point scored in this game until 14 12 left in the first half Florida got back-to-back steals and layups to take a four to nothing lead South Carolina did not score until Raheem Felder hit a three with 12 27 left in the first half those were the first Gamecock points of the night the game was tied at 13 at the under eight media timeout and Florida would close the half on a 15 to eight run so the Gators led the Gamecocks 28 21 at halftime last night South Carolina shot just seven of 30 from the floor in the first half. Florida was 12 of 31, but the Gamecocks used a 10 to 2 run to open the second half to take a one-point lead. The Gamecocks held Florida scoreless for almost six minutes at one stretch during the second half. P.J. Dozier 
got a bucket uh, on a drive, a contested shot with 22 seconds left in the game to put South Carolina up. 56-53. Florida then missed a three, and Sandarius Thornwell hit one of two at the line to put the Gamecocks up. 57-53. Florida missed a three late, knocked it out of bounds. So the Gamecocks win it by four. Florida is now 14 and four. They're five and one in the SEC. Florida shot 19 of 54 from the floor. That's 35 percent. And the Gamecocks improved to 15 and three and five and zero oh in the SEC. So Joe, of note certainly last night was the fact that Florida had hit at least one three in an NCAA record 850 straight games, dating all the way back to 1992. Florida had hit at least one three in every game since that year. But they were 0 for 17 from three last night. Joe, we've talked about the Gamecocks' ability to defend the three. South Carolina, one of the best teams in the country in that department this year, and that really showed up last night. Oh, it really did. Uh, they knew that the uh, Barrett kid can uh, come in. I, I don't realize why this kid don't start. He's been playing really well. Maybe he decided he wanted to come off the bench, but uh, – He's one of their premier three-point shoes, and they really crowded him and made it very, very difficult for him uh, throughout the game, especially at the end of the game when he had the chance to cut to cut it between, I think, to one point several times. We shot a couple threes. But uh, defensively, man, we, we are so awesome and, and, and so aggressive, and uh, we just make it so difficult for everybody. You know, different there's different reasons. You know, this Florida team is a good three-point shooting team, and, and they had some big guys inside, and with our defense, they try to put so much pressure so they won't allow easy passes inside and a lot of pressure so they won't get open jump shots. If you're going to make shots against this Carolina team, you're going to have to really, really make some tough shots. Sidarius Thornwell had 20 points last night, five boards, two steals for Thornwell. It was his sixth 20-point game of the season. Thornwell had 20 of the 57 for South Carolina last night. Joe, he seems to thrive in these type of ball games. You know, defensive struggle, but Thornwell not phased. He still dropped 20. Well, that's what you want out of a senior. A uh, guy that's been through the ropes, a guy that's been uh, here four years with Frank this year so far, uh, throughout his um, coaching career here at South Carolina. You want that out of your senior guy, a guy that you can depend on when the times are rough, when times are tough. This is a guy that, that you know, we've seen him. I think those three losses that we had, I think we would have had a, we would have won those games. I truly believe that. But uh, we see the importance of of Sendaris, uh the timeliness of how he takes over game, even when the jump shot is not there. He's crashing offensive boards, getting putbacks, and just doing so many little things for this team. But um, I think in that second half, though, Emerson, it was uh, it's just Sendaris stepped up. PJ hit some good shots, but the key to me is the player Chris Silva. Uh, he has to realize how important he is to this team. Um, some of those careless fouls that he gets in the, in, in the first half, you know, we don't need him. We don't need another assistant coach on the sideline. We need him on the court. And once he realized how important he is and, and how to not foul, you know, he wanted to stay aggressive, but we need him on that court. And I think especially for the start of that second half when he made some key baskets and defensively, I think that fourth foul that they gave him, that was just a horrible call. But uh, outside of that, he played extremely well. He opened up some things by making some – they was able to go to him in the post uh, on last night and was able to, to open it up for the guards on last night. Yeah, Silva had four points to start the second half, and that sort of spearheaded the 10-2 to Carolina run to help put the Gamecocks back in the ball game. Silva finished with 11 points and seven rebounds, 10 points for P.J. Dozier. Rakim Felder had seven points, including two three-pointers. Mike Coatsar, the freshman, with five points and a team-high nine rebounds. Three points for Justin Mackey, one point for C.D. Keita. So the Gamecocks now 15-3 and 5-0 and and in the SEC, and we're down to just two unbeaten teams 
in the Southeastern Conference, South Carolina and Kentucky, and the Gamecocks travel to Kentucky for a 6 o'clock tip coming up this Saturday. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast for free on your cell phone, anywhere you receive cell phone service. You can get the GCR app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Joe, Carolina and Kentucky coming up on Saturday. Kentucky's number five in the nation. They are 16-2 and and 6-0 and in the league, Joe, and the Gamecocks will carry a five-game win streak into this matchup. We talked earlier this week about the fact that South Carolina needed to win at least one of these two games this week with Florida and Kentucky, the two nationally ranked opponents on the South Carolina schedule. So, Joe, it feels to me like the Gamecocks are playing with house money now. Nobody's going to be expecting South Carolina to beat Kentucky, and the Gamecocks have everything to gain and little to lose going into Saturday's game. Well, I'm of a different mindset. You know, in the past, yes, we had times where the team wasn't that well, and oh, when we go into the Rupp Arena and going to play Kentucky, uh, we'd be lucky to get ink out of win. But I said earlier this year, I thought that we have a chance in every game, and I still feel that way uh, going into this Saturday's game against Kentucky. I think we really have a good chance at one because of our defense, and I don't think we'll shoot 29 percent again uh, again this year. Not back, especially not back to back. You know, we have our times when we struggle offensively, but um, defensively, hopefully we can get some easy steals and get out and get some um, easy baskets. So, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not in the mindset of most people. I really think that we can pull this one out, you know, because I think this team is, is set well, it, it, it is maturing before our eyes, and it's just nice to see that how these guys are coming together. And winning ugly wins like we did last night against Florida uh, ultimately uh, gives us a boost. And, have a lot of confidence going into um, Saturday's game against Kentucky. Kentucky 16-2. and two. Their losses this year came against nationally ranked UCLA and Louisville, and the Wildcats have reeled off six straight wins in conference play over Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Auburn, and Mississippi State. They beat Mississippi State on the road on Tuesday night this week, so Kentucky flying high coming in. Joe, they're led by Malik Monk, the top scorer in the Southeastern Conference. How will the Gamecocks go about trying to defend him? Uh, it's going to be a multiple, guys. Um, Maybe uh, probably put Dwayne Nellis, and I think Cinderella's probably end up on him. He's a, he's a very, very tough guard, and a lot of that is started by the play of Fox, uh, the point guard. He's a tremendous guy. To have two, I believe, two All-Americans, they're young, two freshmen. They're very young, but they're very, very talented. Uh, with the pressure that I think that we're going to put on them and the multiple guys that I think that's going to be interchangeable on them, uh, you got a guy that's strong as, uh, as in uh, Dwayne Nellis that will uh, – get up on them and put a lot of pressure on them. Then you got Sanders that's who's long and length and strong as well that can uh, probably get through some screens and, and, and make it very, very difficult for them. We've played a lot of good teams so far this year, and we've seen our defense step up, and I expect the same also against Kentucky. Toughest test of the year Saturday, Joe? Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, I thought last night was one of our toughest tests, so we're taking this game one at a time, and no doubt. Uh, playing on the road, playing at Buffalo Arena, it's going to be a tough environment. Uh, they know that we have a good team, and I don't think Coach Calipari will you know, take this team for granted. So, uh, you know, I think I believe in Coach Martin, and I think they're going to have a tremendous game plan. It's just up to our guys to uh, execute, execute the game plan and play. Can we go in and play and shoot as bad as we did against Florida? No, we're going to have to definitely play our A game, uh, play above our heads, and 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 continue the defensive pressure that we had. And I think we will have a chance. Now, like I said, I don't think we'll shoot as bad as we did back to back. But um, 
I think these guys will be ready. Joe, certainly wasn't pretty last night, but, man, it feels good to win. Gamecocks 5-0 and in the league and a battle of unbeatens on Saturday. Awful fun this year. Gamecocks 12-0 and with Cinderius Thornwell in the lineup, and they got Kentucky on Saturday. It's going to be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I just The field throughout Columbia, uh, just the atmosphere, just the – now you're hearing a lot of talk about this basketball team. It's really exciting for me because I'm always rooting for these guys. Former player, you just love to see the excitement in the city. People getting pumped up in the atmosphere. You know, I think last night, atmosphere, the crowd had a lot to do with it. As bad as we shot, I think the crowd kept those guys engaged and they didn't get rattled and they just, you know, pulled out a win thanks to the um, great, tremendous intensity crowd last night. Attendance 15,638 at the Colonial Life Arena last night so we are ready for a six o'clock tip saturday south carolina ranked number 24 in the country and moving up after last night's win over the florida gators also nationally ranked and kentucky ranked number five in the nation as we head into saturday's matchup so we got a six o'clock tip the game will be televised on espn joe good stuff today we'll talk more gamecock hoops with you next week thank you okay have a good one all right that's my man joe rett the gamecock great and i'm emerson phillips we'll come back next week we'll talk about south carolina and kentucky right here on gamecock central radio thanks for being with us Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.